1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes
0: and fees may vary. Yeah. So you can go back and use the rewind feature if you wanted to understand free agency and salary cap. And Jeff did a great job, Jeff Nowak, our sideline reporter, of of explaining it. Basically what they do is they get it off the books, but they guarantee the money. So from a player standpoint, they love to restructure because there's no ifs, ands, or buts. They're going to get the money. Making a team, none of that, and, that, and set, none of that. It's all. It's guaranteed they're going to get the money. They just Jeremy Fowler tweeted it. Thank you, Jordan, for sending that in. Um, they're going to get the money. It just frees it up from this year. Thank you, Dave. Have a good weekend. Pet the puppies. I'm going to go over to the uh, Animal Rescue of New Orleans open house. Pet some dogs. Do you some good. Well, Ian McNulty joins us now. Covers food and dining culture for the Times Picayune. New Orleans advocate, our friend. We do this every Friday at this time, and it is our favorite time of week. How you doing, Ian?
1: I'm as happy as a Labrador retriever chasing a tennis ball,
0: my friend. Wow, it doesn't it get is. any better than that, does it?
1: <laughs> no, it really doesn't. It's Friday. I'm talking with you. That means the weekend's ahead. That means we made it through another one. i just got to get to the finish line of this day and then uh, plunge into some some beautiful spring-like weather in New Orleans with some good eating and drinking, and it is Prime, prime, prime uh, seafood season rolling through here, so lots to talk about.
0: Where have you been eating?
1: I went to this amazing place, uh, and when I say where, most people raise their eyebrows a little bit. It's at the food court of a mall down by the river. It's the Riverwalk uh, Outlet Mall, and the stand in particular is Mr. Shrimp's Kitchen. I think you and I may have talked about Mr. Shrimp in the past. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's a guy... Yeah, I met him about a year ago. I've been hearing about him for a long time. He has, has started out with a business supplying shrimp. His name's Mr. Shrimp to uh, to restaurants, and so I started hearing about it from from chefs that I talked to. They say, Oh yeah, have you heard about this guy? Oh man, we're getting these amazing shrimp. This guy, Mr. Shrimp. Well, list Mr. Shrimp is Larry Thompson. Uh, he's from the West Bank over there, in uh, Estelle. And uh, he really developed this niche, kind of bridging uh, the, the journey between the docks and Lafitte and the restaurants in New Orleans. And um, it did more than supply the restaurants. He really kind of kind of rolls in with this this great big ball of uplift and goodwill. Just just a good guy you know, like when you're around him like you know just did people feel better and, and he's just engaging and he's got that kind of new orleans vibe to him and people respond to it and the, before you know it during the pandemic he was, he was delivering shrimp to people's doors when everyone was kind of in lockdown uh you know, that people were making pies for this guy like he would show up to deliver shrimp and they'd be giving him their home cooking i mean it was that kind of relationship that he built with folks um but it was always in sort of the catering and restaurant supply realm well, now he's opened up uh, a restaurant, a walk-up stand at the food court. And, man, Tommy, it's a destination. I, I went there recently with my coworker, Chelsea Shannon. We've been running a series of videos about some of the uh, the restaurants that she and I check out together. Uh, you can find that on NOLA.com. And it's a really fun, quick look at what Mr. Shrimp does. Uh, but the, uh, the, you know, the audio version that I'll narrate for you here is – you walk up at the food court stand. You, you look across the way there. There's, you know, all this common seating area. And then beyond that, this great sweeping view of the Mississippi River, which actually would have had an amazing view of all the, the traffic backed up yesterday, as opposed uh, due to the bridge cr- closing. Uh, but it was it, it's this really unique perch uh, right there over the Mississippi River, view of Algiers and the, the ships rolling by. And what you're getting from Mr. Shrimp are these big bulging, trays of boiled seafood, uh, things like pasta jambalaya with fresh shrimp popping on it, really good fried catfish, po'boys, uh, seafood salads, meaning salads with, with grilled or broiled seafood on top of it for a slightly healthier kick. And you're getting Mr. Shrimp, too. It's just a fun place. He's got some R&B kicking on the sound system when you walk up. Uh, he's the kind of guy who likes to snap selfies with his customers. It, it's It's one of those things that just makes you – it gives you a good meal, makes you feel good, and he's really got a unique niche because even though I say, okay, the food court at the Riverwalk Mall, when was the last time you went down there maybe? But it is centrally located next to the convention center and the cruise ship terminal, and when I spent a little time there visiting with Mr. Shrimp, it was like every walk of life was rolling in there, looking for their New Orleans seafood fix and it made a lot of sense. It was people wearing like the you know the the logoed polos from from the we were working up booth at the convention center. It was folks who were working at the casino down the street on their lunch break. It was you know some tourists wandering in. it was people who worked downtown coming by. Um, and so you know basically getting this element of a backyard boil at a, <laughs> at a food at a mall shopping mall food court with this majestic view of the mississippi river it was really fun so if if you want to see what i'm talking about uh, you can find it on my instagram page um at ian McNulty nola or just go to nola.com look under my name for the tab and you can see the video that we did with uh myself and chelsea and it's, it's actually part of a series that's been ongoing we've shifted gears uh towards more seafood restaurants in Lent for obvious cultural reasons uh, and it's been a blast. So I really encourage everyone to follow along with those things. It's been a really been a lot of fun to do them, and a different way to tell see, to tell the stories that that you and I have been talking about, but to do it with a video element. It's been really cool.
0: Yeah, one thing that you do mention in the story, I mentioned this when we were at Mardi Gras on um, St. Charles Avenue. Somebody was boiling turkey necks, and oh, yeah. I, and I went to sleep that night thinking about those turkey necks and how good those must have been. Um, tell me about the turkey necks of that place.
1: Well, the, the best thing I can tell you about it is the response to my dining companion's face when she tried one. Chelsea had never had a, a, a boiled turkey neck before. She's you know she's a little new to New Orleans, and that, that's that's kind of part of the joy of this. Is you know I think this is an experience a lot of people can relate to. So you're you're, you're sitting there, you've got a, a piece of food that you love, a dish that you love, and you're showing it to somebody else for the first time, and you just get to watch that look breach their face, and that. Maybe their eyes focus in. Maybe they go. Maybe they drift far away, but they're in the moment, and they are. uh, They're experiencing that joy and that pleasure uh, that you already know, and that you showed them. And that's like that's one of the really fun parts about taking people to restaurants that you love that are new to them. And I mean, frankly, that's one of the best parts of my job. uh, Is is getting to share that that excitement and that enthusiasm and and just the, the good stuff that we have around here that that it's my job to scour out and find. Uh, but back to that turkey neck, um, if you've not had one, uh, you're in for a treat next time. If you're the sort of roll up your sleeves and get down and dirty and really just pick this thing apart kind of person, which Tommy, I hope you are. I've, I've seen you. I, I
0: am. I, I would just That's throw that. in that if you. Um, if you adhere to the, the meat thing, I don't think you get you get a pass for alligator. I don't think you get a pass for turkey. Now, <laughs> just to be clear,
1: well, that's true. That's true. I've, I've got a corollary to that that I'll pick up in just a sec. However, well, go ahead
0: right now, pick it up.
1: Uh, okay. I don't sure. want you. Uh, I don't want your
0: corollary week. hanging out all over the place. That's not right.
1: <laughs> right, your corollary showing. Uh, last Friday, you and I talked a good deal about Tet, uh, the Tet Festival that was going yes. on in New Orleans East. Uh, I went out there. And it was good fun, a lot of good food in the, in the various booths and tents, uh, and it occurred to me, this is the first Friday of Lent, and I see a lot of people eating meat dishes, and we're at a Catholic church. This was held at the Mary Queen of Vietnam Church, and I even see clergy. I see this is the archbishop over there. He's you know, he he's he's here. He's with a table of other priests and they're having mm-hmm. pork egg rolls. Like what is going on here? So I I pulled aside one of the deacons and said, "You know, I'm I'm you know, I'm showing my 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 poor my, my poor Sunday school training, but isn't it Friday and Lent and the meat thing?" And he says, "Oh, don't worry about it. The archbishop issued a, uh, a dispensation. So, mm-hmm. it's all good."
0: Yeah, that's why I don't okay. really um I was at a golf tournament years and years and years ago for a Catholic charity, and they had, like, corned beef and everything. I think it was St. Patrick's Day is what it was. Corned beef set out, and I said, ah, don't worry about that today. So that, with, when that was told to me, I don't really follow that so much now.
1: It's good It's good to have a nice dispensation in your back pocket. Yeah, it, it is. It's going to come in handy,
0: yeah. <laughs> a get-out-of-seafood-free card, that kind of thing, Yes.
1: Yeah, but the, the Feast of, of St. Uh, Tommy. You know, yeah. if we've got a St. Tammany around here, we can have a Feast of St. Tommy.
0: So you know what? When you talk about the, the place and, and you don't think of Food Court as a place to get some great seafood, what about some other places, Ian, that pop into your mind where uh, not along the, the beaten path, you wouldn't think this would really be a place, but you'd be surprised what you find there?
1: Oh, I mean, New Orleans is, is chock full of such places. Um I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of the strip mall find, right? And, you know, for all of the acclaim uh, that New Orleans proper gets for its grand dining destinations and its award-winning chefs and such, you go to Metairie, you go through Gretna, through Harvey, and it is, you know, all these little strip malls around there are a bonanza for interesting eats. And it's an economic factor because it's just, it's simply cheaper to to afford the real estate in those areas and so they become these little incubators of great food. I mean, one that's popping into my head right now is this strip mall at the corner of uh, West Esplanade and Transcontinental mm-hmm. in Metairie. And actually, yes. there's a ton of great restaurants right
0: around. Yeah, I think they got a boxing place there, and they got some kind of they, it's, uh, the margaritas. I think so. Somebody sells king cakes there every year, right? Used to.
1: Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I mean, this, this whole stretch there. I mean, think about it. There's. This one's kind of upscale, but a great find in its own right. Austin's uh, oh, yeah. Steakhouse, and here we are on Friday and Lent talking about steak. There you go. But I'll you give you. I
0: got a dispensation. I'll give you. I get. I <laughs> <I'll> get, <laughs> get your steak fixed for you. I know somebody.
1: I'll have it Up now. Prost. <laughs> Up the street from that, uh, La Tia Cantina, which is a uh, one of my favorite Mexican restaurants, uh, and they have a lot of good seafood there, actually. Uh, but then, in right in the strip mall itself, like tucked into the kind of the elbow of it. Uh, is a place uh, I think we've talked about it before. It's a real find. It's It's got a memorable name, which is Al-Masgouf. It's a Middle Eastern restaurant, very specifically a restaurant uh, run by a man from Iraq, from Basra in Iraq. And he came here after the war, and he started a restaurant based on the very specific seafood traditions of his hometown, and very specifically one dish that's called Al-Masgouf, and it's a way of preparing fish uh, over indirect heat over a, an open charcoal fire, and the fish he uses here comes to replace what they were using back home is pompano. And of all the ways you've had pompano around New Orleans, I guarantee you've not had it like this. Uh, it's it's uh, it comes out with this this just wonderful flavor of lemon and pomegranate, and garlic, and you, again you, you're you're rolling up your sleeves just like that turkey neck we were talking about and getting in there and picking all the the, the, the bits of meat off of it. And uh, it's a great shared dish, and Almas Goof in general is a, is a great place to go with a group of people just, just order freely around the menu and pass things around and share. Um, so you know, don't don't, don't uh, I'll, I'll, the food court, the the strip mall. These are places where you, you're really gonna, are going to find some great spots to eat around the New Orleans area.
0: The weather is going to be so nice this weekend. We got to talk about some great places. Tell you what, it's nine twenty-two. I just realized. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk about some great places to eat outdoors because the weather is just going to be spectacular. We we don't have that many great days here in New Orleans, but it's like a roulette. uh, What do you call them? A slot machine. We got three days of sunny and seventy-four coming up. We'll talk about that with Ian McNulty. Somebody texted in looking for. Um, a place to bring toddlers, a place that's kid-friendly, where you can have a decent meal and still bring the kids. Somebody else is looking for a restaurant that is along the lines of a chain, but not a chain, if that makes sense. So we'll talk uh, maybe like a burger and beer place or something like that they're looking for. We'll talk about that in a whole lot more when we come back. You got questions, comments, 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Art Jeweler Talk and Text Line. More with Ian McNulty when we come back on WWL.
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
0: 9.29 going, talking to Ian McNulty, our go-to guy when it comes to eating and drinking. Is there a po' boy place that does special seafood po' boys that aren't usually on the menu, asks this texter. Ian?
1: Ooh, um, you know,
0: sometimes po'boy shops have uh, some other
1: kind of like hidden hidden house specialties that have been made up by the, by the customers. You know, I, I find po'boy boy shops are usually not the place to look for specials. It's usually kind of everything is on the board there for you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they have, they have things that have been created by customers. I'm thinking of, of Guy's Po'boys Boys up on Magazine Street. It's a fantastic place. In sort of a great po'boy district, because Domelises is, is tucked away just a few blocks away, mm-hmm. but they've done a boiled shrimp po'boy in the past that I thought was fantastic. Um, probably not on the menu all the time, but maybe something that emerges this time of
0: year. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, but,
1: but there's always, you know, there's always mm-hmm. you can always create your own, right? There's, I think that's how the uh, the surf and turf gets started at Parkway. You know, fried shrimp with some of that roast beef debris over it for people who just couldn't couldn't decide which which they wanted, so they take column A, column B, and mash them together.
0: Um, you know, I can't you know, you, bl- having grown up here my my entire life and and closing in on fifty. I can't believe that I've never thought of a a boiled shrimp po' boy.
1: Yeah, and that, you know, th- I've had something similar out at Jazz Fest. Uh, they call it something different. They call it a shrimp roll, but really is it, you know it's the same idea. Uh, and it's you know it's basically what you like about about a shrimp remoulade. Yeah, cool, crisp, little spicy, little tangy.
0: Some nice crisp uh, lettuce.
1: Yeah, All right. Sounds good, right? Maybe, yeah, might have to get a little warmer for me for that, but uh, keep that in
0: mind. You, yeah, know, we,
1: you before before the break, you set me up with a a whole whole menu of questions.
0: Yes. Well, I've been thinking about them. Serve me, please. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, I don't want to allow this thought to go to go for naught. No, you know? absolutely not. The, the, the one of your one of your listeners asked about a restaurant that's not a chain but kind of feels like a chain, and it got me thinking about a couple. Uh, I think company burger probably falls in that category. Uh-huh. It's a great independent place for a burger that goes head to head with any chain, of course, but much better. It just kinda has that has that kind of order at the counter, almost a chain feel to it. And another along the same lines is Atomic Burger, which is out in Metairie, Uh, you know, along that the whole strip of vets where there's it's like one chain after the next.
0: And where is company yeah. burger, Ian?
1: Uh, company Burgers on Ferret Street. So, so, so you got Company one on Burger, I,
0: ironically, is not a big chain. Right? No, it's not. It sounds like it is,
1: right? Yeah, it's, exactly. I mean, it's, it, what's the company? Where's the company behind the burger? But it's uh, it, it had a second location for a while downtown. That's no longer in, in business. But the the Ferret original going strong, part of that restaurant row. And then again, Atomic Burger kind of nestled in there amongst like a sort of a gallery of of national global chains Uh, looks like it could be a chain itself, but no, it's independent local concept. There's one more in Baton Rouge, Uh, but a fantastic burger for that style, you know, that quick kind of a smash burger type of thing, good milkshakes, good fries. Um, And this one actually is a chain, but I think it kind of gets a pass around new Orleans is Houston's it's more upscale. uh, But that, that one on St. Charles Avenue is just persistently popular and, Interestingly, including with a lot of restaurant people, I know a lot of chefs and, and hospitality people who that's their kind of – they're a little a little hidey hole. They love eating there because it's just kind of exactly what you want and consistent, and, you know, it hits all those buttons. Um, but, you know, I, you also got me thinking about the weather uh, coming up, and it, it is meant to be a, a, a grand weekend, and ho- hopefully just the, the curtain raiser on, on spring. I think hopefully we we've, we've put the, uh, the cold weather behind us. Sadly, had our last hot toddy. Perhaps, uh,
0: but you can always crank the AC down and have one, right?
1: Well, if you really want to get into it, uh, no one ever talks about a cool toddy, an iced toddy. Well, mm-hmm. well we can we can review that in the summertime. Sure. Uh, but the ranks of outdoor restaurants around New Orleans and the, the whole and the whole New Orleans area have really grown uh, and made some kind of interesting inroads. Like you, you can get your classics. Like, in the old days, an outdoor, outdoor dining in New Orleans, upscale anyway, was a place like Brennan's with that courtyard, you know, just that picturesque uh, courtyard in the middle of the French Quarter, and it's, it's still there. I mean, that is just the, uh, the classic outdoor dining experience in New Orleans, especially in the springtime. But you can go so much more casual now. You know, I'm thinking of classy seafood on Bienville Street, uh, which I visited recently, and even though crawfish prices are proving resiliently high thus far in February, it must be said, um they were rolling really good there just delicious and and actually a a fairly decent size last time i stopped by last week if you're an oyster guy and i am um think about sidecar oyster patio and the whole place is basically an outdoor patio this is down in the warehouse district next to the cotton mill building Mm -hmm. it's attached to the rusty nail bar uh and they have the best oyster program in the city as, as as far as variety and diversity of oyster types go my, my favorite oyster bar is probably will always be pascal manali's where Uptown uptown is shucking oysters i just saw him last night
0: oh come on uh, Ian, for, come on for, for a variety pascal of oysters manalis go. for oysters come pascal's on. manali unless they what changed it you said pascal manalis oh no, come that's, on that's brother that's a rookie mistake come on you're losing pascal. your head Manali, yes. Of all the Manalis Manali.
1: out there, this is Pascal.
0: Exactly. That's right.
1: okay. <laughs> so, yes, that is the classic oyster bar side. But what we're talking about, outdoor spots, sidecar, it's this whole patio where there's a menu of oysters from all over the country, uh, different waters. And, and, and encouragingly, a, a great harvest of them from around the region, including around Grand Isle, so you can try it style of different types of oysters um, but it, it really one of the, the tough nuts to crack was outdoor dining not in New Orleans because of the, the, the suburbs, as we talked about, you know, with their wonderful strip mall finds, not as conducive to outdoor dining unless you wanted a little, you know, charming two-top out by the parking lot looking at the TJ Maxx across the way. like you, Sandro's, great Italian restaurant tucked in the strip mall with a great view of the TJ Max. Uh, but Garrison is a newer place on Metairie Road in Old Metairie that's built around outdoor space, and they have these really cool sort of individual Uh, well basically these these individual covered patios that you can reserve and and you know get out there and enjoy the weather and some really nice cocktails good interesting new american menu rolling through um but again you say outdoor dining part of me just wants to go right to cafe degas on esplanade avenue for some classic french little bistro cooking with just a really a garden-like setting and it's it's most of the restaurant is this outdoor patio that's covered, but open to the street, so you do have a little protection from, you know, if we get a rain squall or something. But you've got this this view out to the verdure of, of Esplanade Avenue under the oaks, and you, you can feel uh, just this this kind of connection with the neighborhood. Walking by on the sidewalk, people walking their dogs, and it's just it's a it's a really charming spot and a really good place to kind of embrace the outdoor weather.
0: What about waterfront places? If you want to sit out along the water and enjoy a, a nice meal this weekend,
1: yeah. Well, that's you know that that's been changing in a positive way too. People have kind of, kind of unlocked the, the puzzle of of getting outdoor restaurants, excuse me, uh, waterfront restaurants along a very industrialized mm-hmm. and uh, for good reasons, you know, closed off uh, through moats and gates. Waterfronts that we have around here. Um, Pat's rest a while, uh, If we're talking about the North Shore up on, on the Mandeville lakefront is just fabulous. They've, they've really designed it uh, in a very intentional way to, to take in the, the breezes off the lake, even, even in the, the roaring summer. It can be pretty nice out there at sunset. Um, back on this side, you've got Blue Crab uh, and, uh, and its neighbor, Felix's, uh, right next to each other in sort of a almost a recreated West end kind of feel. These two restaurants, both elevated. So you got nice views and also breezes coming through there, uh, both chucking some good oysters, good kind of traditional New Orleans seafood coming through there. Uh, fun bars down below by the dock side. Um, and actually across, uh, well, of course, and let's not forget about uh, middendorf's um, mm-hmm. uh, the original out in manshack I mean that's it's in the marsh, but they have that that patio dining room that goes right up to the right up to the uh, to the edge of the water. You can see people arriving via boat if you'd like.
0: Uh, Ian apparently Ian cut out, but we got most the of water. it in. We're, we're losing you, and The signal's breaking up, but we're out of time anyway. We got some good suggestions in. Follow Ian McNulty on Twitter. How?
1: Ian McNulty NOLA. And you find a lot of my stuff on Instagram. If you follow Instagram, Ian McNulty NOLA. And of course, NOLA.com.
0: Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Speaking of phone troubles, we'll talk about the outage yesterday when we come back. Right now, traffic WWL.